Gather your gear. It's time to head out for our road trip across America that will scare your pants off. Along the way, with your hosts, you'll be setting up camp in some of the scariest places they can find. Discover each episode a cryptid, a haunting, and a strange encounter. Climb aboard a cryptid camper if you're brave. Take it away, Tom. Hi, guys. Live from the Cryptid Camper, I am Tom, here with my good friend and co-host, Shay. And we'd like to thank you for joining us on Season 1, Episode 2 of Scare Your Pants Off, an American Road Trip. In today's episode, we set up camp in Rhode Island. So how you doing, Shay? I'm great. How are you doing today? I am good. I am good. I'm really excited for this episode. I'm really excited for the show. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun doing the research. And um, yeah. So, yeah. What have you been up to? So, uh, I actually, um, actually watched a new movie. Oh, what'd you watch? I watched Malignant. Have you oh, seen okay. previews? Oh yeah, it came out yesterday. I've been looking forward to it. And did you like it? So I will say that it is not what I expected. It actually it actually veered in a different direction. Okay. Uh, it was a little campy. I like campy though, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I I think if you watch it, it is. It definitely veers in a very different direction than I thought it was going to, but it's a really cool twist. So I'm not going to go any further if you haven't seen it, but it's pretty good. I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm, I for, oh. totally forgot and um, that it was, you know, it, now which, which app is it on? Cause HBO. Dropped, HBO. Okay. Because I saw that the next Halloween movie is going to drop on an app and uh, 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 the theaters at the same time. So. Peacock. Peacock, yes, yes. I'm excited for that. Uh, yes, because I saw the last one in the theaters. God, uh, uh, the, yeah, the last one that came out with Jamie Lee Curtis and that. I, I remember I saw that in the theaters. And I, Same. I, love, I love horror movies. And uh, I, yeah, I can't wait to watch Malignant, which I, I totally forgot. And I know these movies have been out for a while, but I did see on my trip, um, like, I was flying on Delta and American and they have, you know, movies now on every on the back of the seats is a little screen and like they have a selection like stars and these shows and like you can just watch for free now. You don't even have to pay anymore. It's just part of the, you know, and uh, I watched what and I know you can watch this. I, I watched Quiet Place too, which I really liked. Um, uh, not still not as good as the first, but Spiral. I did yes. viral and I, I enjoyed it a lot. And I thought Chris Rock was great. I, oh, he was phenomenal. I, yeah. I think he, he was great. He's uh, the, uh, these last two dramatic turns I've seen him take I, like he did in uh, Fargo, that show, which is one of my favorite shows on TV. Uh, he was great in that too, as like the, the, uh, the leader of the black mafia and in, uh, in St. Louis. And uh, yeah, it was, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's um, cause like I get, like saws are kind of like hit or miss for me. Like as far like I like some of them, but some of them are just like, eh. But uh, yeah, I thought it, I I thought that was fun. Uh, fun movie. 
Yeah, Spiral was great. I I agree a hundred percent. I feel the same way about the Saw movies too. I really feel like so I love gore. I love horror. I love gore. Mm-hmm. I I you know I I say I love jump scares, but I don't think anything scares me anymore. So they don't yeah. work. But I still love them. I still like that. Oh, everyone else in the room jumped. It makes me happy. Yeah. Um. But I I feel like some of the Saw movie movies almost lost the purpose. Yeah. And but. You know, it's for the most part, I love them though, so it's they're good. I agree, and that's the thing about horror because I just love like, again, I'm I'm into horror nerd too, and uh, it, I can watch anything horror like the I've seen some really, I'm like, wow, like, how did this get into like, and I know kids don't know this anymore, but we had movie stores back in the day where you would go and rent you know, movies and stuff, and like some of them that would even get in there, it was just like, wow like they were just like this is like some sixth graders yeah you know, doing doing a fun film and somehow but i i just love her so i can watch i i can pretty much put on anything but yes yeah, awesome i'm gonna say i'm gonna watch that tonight malignant very cool we actually uh still do it now and again but it's been a little a uh, little less uh last year or so just because stuff going on but uh, we used to actually set aside time to deliberately watch crappy horror movies. And we picked the most bizarre random random titles you can find. And um like um I don't know where you can stream these. So anybody listening, Google them. It will tell you where you can stream them if you can stream them. But like we, we watched one called Wild Women Wild Women, there we go, of Wongo. Yep. Uh but one of the more recent ones we've watched, and I found it completely by accident, and again, Google it because I'm not sure where it's playing right now, um, Zombievers. Z-O-M Beavers. So initially, my my brain went like, oh, this is probably not something I'm going to want to watch. Yeah. Uh, but it's totally worth it. It's It's an amazing... It's an amazing movie. It's awful. It's so campy, but it's great. And so then one not, other one I it's not zombie porn. No, that's where that's what I thought. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> but then it could have been kind of akin to teeth. Have you yeah. seen teeth? Uh no, I have not. <gasps> teeth, huh? I'm gonna you, write it down. Yeah. You have to watch that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give you just a mild premise of it and I'll keep it pg-13 ish just so mm-hmm. i'm not too vulgar with my description but um so basically the main girl in the movie has a set of teeth growing in her i read about it i, I, feminine... I, I yeah yeah. yeah i do have a lot yeah so, I... something really weird happened during that movie for me i went into it like i hope they don't show it i don't want to see that i have one i don't need to see someone else's because i maybe i'm a little prudish i didn't even know but apparently i am i will tell you by about halfway through i'm like they're gonna show it right i have to know i googled it after it's a thing so if anyone wants to google something vagina dentata (laughs) oh no oh no yeah it's i'm sorry it's a thing (laughs) But that's what I got for campy movies. Um. <laughs> I know I, I have read about that, and I can't wait to uh, 
to uh it's funny because it's like i'm always reading about like horror you know other horror movies and uh that's and i always forget about that i'm gonna have to find that and uh watch that because i love that stuff yeah that's you have to watch it it's it's just it's it's so it's great that's um i remember one it was just so poorly made and i can't it was either i think it was mr jingles and it's he's a clown and but it was like honestly like I don't know how they made this movie. It was so bad. And I, it was in like the movie stores. And I was like, uh, I remember watching that. I think it was either Mr. Jingles or Jingles the Clown. It was something. And he was like oh. a killer clown. But it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love bad horror. I love bad horror. But I actually misspoke. I forgot to mention one. And it is the most recent one I've seen because we just watched one a couple weeks ago. It's what? called Slax. S-L-A-C-K-S. Okay. It is about designer pants that come alive and kill the people that put them on. I kid you not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's great. It's pretty new, too. It's it's phenomenal, though. I, uh, oh, anybody's wondering what I write? I write down the title, so I, because I, I have the memory of a goldfish, so I have to, like, as people tell me TV shows and movies to watch, I have to write it down because uh, I, I don't forget. And I'm old, so I write instead of, like, saying it into a phone or something. Like, so, yes, that's what I was doing. But, oh, I can't wait. Slacks. That's so ridiculous. It's, I, it might have been on, I think it was on a streaming service for sure. I'm just not which one. I, I, I'm not sure which one, but definitely check it out. But, uh, so if you're, uh, unless you have another movie, I actually have a really cool cryptid I'm excited to talk well, about. Well, that's what I was about to say. What, what cryptid do you have for me today? Time for the cryptid. So I have a cryptid that I've actually had placed in the wrong place my whole life until i was 38 i'm you know i'm a couple days old sorry a couple days ago old when i figured this out and it's the gloucester goal oh nice i always assumed it was from gloucester massachusetts because i've been saying it wrong (laughs) so yeah uh but the gloucester goal or the burning beast is from rhode island gloucester rhode island yep I never knew that was a thing, so I'm real. I was, I was shocked. I was okay. I have to do this now because this is totally got me. Um, so sightings of this creature actually date back as early as 1839, and it was thought to have first been sighted by a pirate by the name of Albert Hicks while digging for treasure. Oh my God! And, yeah, right. Digging for treasure. A pirate digging for yeah. treasure. Like, like the only thing that can make it better is if he has a patch. And uh, and a wooden leg, and like this is like yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but in my head, he does. So yeah, factually, in my head, (laughs) he's got the whole and the parrot and the everything. (laughs) Yes, the parrot. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That is so Um, awesome. He was also the last person to be executed for piracy in America. Fun fact, maybe not fun fact. You know what I mean? But that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to go on to describe this amazing cryptid because this has the longest description I've ever seen 
Sweet. of a cryptid. <laughs> okay, so he's described as a towering beast with glowing eyes, and he's able to breathe fire. I'm not done. Hold on to your pants. Uh, it was also rumored to have large bat-like wings and horns twisted into a spiral, and they were as big as exhaust pipes. <laughs> I've got more. <laughs> it has feet like a duck's over a foot long and almost two feet across. Still not done. Uh, its body's covered with scales and they chatter when the beast moves, which I really love. That paints an immediate image for me. And then it's also said that the beast glowed from beneath the scales on its side and smelled of burnt wood. Okay, that's the description. Wow, wow, like, um, very flowery, and, uh, but unbelievable description. And it, does this description come from Albert Hicks? Is this description comes from two different sightings. Only two, which is shocking, because that means wow. they saw a lot. Um, uh, yeah, like the, like the chattering of the, the scales, like yeah. the detail on that, like, like that's because I mean, you, when you hear about a lot of these cryptids, it's like, you know, oh yeah, we kind of saw it, you know what I mean? It Like the Bigfoot, you know what I mean? People, yeah. people know, but it's never, you know, like this is like fully fleshed out. Like It, it paints, I, it paints an awesome picture. And speaking of painting an awesome picture, again, guys, anybody listening, if you want to draw, paint, whatever, color, anything you want, what you think this Gloucester ghoul looks like, please email it to us. Let us know if you want us to want to just well, sorry, want us to share it, and we will. I can't wait to see. So please share, share away. Thank you. And yeah, I know that's that's that for that, but uh. Yes, please, please, like she said, we'll drop the email down below. Um, and uh, so you can send in any questions, anything. But yes, if you have pictures, please do, especially something like that. We we, we can get some really, really good drawings. Uh, I, I'm sure some of you more artistic people out there um, with that kind of description, that's uh, I'd be, be a lot of fun. The possibilities. I'm, I'm super excited to see anything. Um, so... The beast seemingly went into hiding after the first sighting. And it went into hiding until 1896 on January 13th. So I'm going to point out that I said 1839 is when it started. And then all the way till 1896 was the next supposed sighting. Yeah, like almost 60 years. Like, yeah. So, oh, okay. Wow. Now, this encounter was actually reported to an edition of the evening hour which wow. is yes so it's really it's amazing and again i feel like it almost gives it some validity because not a lot of joking about stuff back then it's it yeah really kind of that yeah you know like yeah. so so i cannot find a definitive name on who made the report so i'm actually not going to say it because i don't want to say the wrong one so i'd rather say none yeah so this gentleman was on his way home from work when he heard something large moving through the woods. And soon after that, something emerged full speed from the woods and started to chase him. He reported that it seemed like it was on fire and he could hear a metallic rustling sound, possibly at scales, accompanying the chase. 
which was short-lived because apparently it seemed to struggle to run any more than a short distance in the wind. Huh. Right? Yeah, huh. a little weird. Huh. Um, sightings since then are scarce and vaguely detailed, but it's believed that if you happen across uh, Providence Turnpike alone at night, that you can still hear the metallic rustle of the scales. And that's that's all I got for that cryptid, but it's it just grabbed me so much when I started reading about it. So that's like I, I like I've I've heard you know the Gloucester boot. I don't know anything really about it. Um, so that's really interesting, and like my mind goes a million different places with this because it's it's so fast. First of all, the description, like wow, yeah. like wow. Um, again, send in any pictures, please. Um, but. What I find interesting is that, you know, the, the sort of the, this chase that's happening and then it gives up for whatever reason. So, um, like, like you said, like it was yeah, too much going against the wind. Like, like, I just find, I find that interesting because it's, it's like, seems to, you know, sort of chase them out of that area and then like you said like retreat back in so almost territorial right yes yes so territorial to either yes either it's late or it's it's something there that they're guarding or it's just that territory is theirs um for in in some sort of natural order type of thing um well, another yeah. thing to possibly consider, which is which is almost a little bit scarier, is maybe it is a territorial thing, but maybe it didn't want to breach another territory. Good like point. almost like there's something else. Yeah, they, yeah. That it's yeah they could be infringing on another territory. Um, very interesting because it, it's uh, I mean that that yeah because that just strikes me as odd that it's it, it chases them for a certain amount and then sort of just you know and did they in that description it it, it did say it, did it look tired or no did i um it did i didn't see anywhere that it looked tired i okay. just saw that it stopped uh, yeah so okay. and i think it was assumed that it was tired but right. i it didn't i didn't see one thing saying that it was panting or out of breath or looked like it needed a rest or anything yeah so yeah so that's really interesting and just like wow wow and uh and the fact that there's so few sightings to it, it's like, you know, like we, a lot of times we say, okay, if a lot of people see it, a lot of people experience things, there might, there's probably something to it, but it, like, it goes the other way as well. When there's so few, but they're so descriptive that it's just mm -hmm. like, um, this is really fascinating. It, it just is really fascinating. And just like, I would love to be driving down that strip of, of uh, road and, see something like that like that's that that's unbelievable um yeah and uh yeah i think we're on to some with the with with the territorial for whatever reason either infringing on another territory or you know or like i said guarding protecting some something i i that's what i would see more because that kind of i don't know if you're that kind of fantastic of a of a creature like with that sort of description i i don't think you're getting tired yeah i i i think that you could probably outrun outpace a human you know yeah. personally i mean so uh awesome awesome yeah yep. i that was great 
That was great. So. Time for the hunt. Today, I am going to be talking about the Chestnut Hill Cemetery, and more specifically, the maybe vampire, Mercy Brown. Are you familiar with this story? Not even a tiny bit. I've heard the name, but I don't know anything about it. So, uh, the place of the supposed haunting is now the Chestnut Hill Cemetery. It was known at one time as, like, the the first Baptist church of Exeter. It's in Exeter, Rhode Island, my home state. Um, everybody has, like, a passing familiarity with Mercy Brown. And this took place in the, uh, the 1880s, 1890s. Um, and at that time, in parts of New England, um, more eastern New England, but it was Vermont, eastern Connecticut, Rhode Island, there was sort of a vampire scare, vampire panic uh, within uh with people and so i'm gonna talk about george brown and his family so in the 1880s and then into the early 1890s several members of his family died uh his wife mary eliza his um his uh his daughter mary olive then, uh, so it was his wife, it was either 1884 or 85. I'm not like, it wasn't, I, I didn't get a definitive. Then it was the daughter, uh, the daughter, Mary Olive in 80, 1886. Then in 1891, it was Mercy died. And then um, it, later in 1891, the son Edwin became sick and they were, they were sick with uh, tuberculosis, which was known as consumption. But at the time, because there was sort of this vampire or scare panic going on in those parts of um, uh, New England and Rhode Island more specifically, it was thought that when this happens to a bunch of family members, it was the work of vampirism. Um, now, some accounts say I, I didn't see they didn't call it actually the vampire i don't i don't know actually what it was called they said but they really weren't the undead maybe or something yeah but they were essentially vampires so i think vampire came into the lexicon a little bit later um but so you know neighbors began to uh suspect something was up you know that's four people in and or three people dead another one ill so something's going on so they finally like sort of convince slash pressure George the the matriarch uh the patriarch of the family to exhume the bodies so they exhume uh Mary and Mary the mother and daughter they've de they've decomposed the proper amount what they, they they look like what they should look like but then they go and they get um uh mercy and it looks like she still has color she hasn't really decomposed and there is blood in the heart. This is, this, to them, that's a vampire. Never mind the fact that she was actually in, hadn't been buried. She was in an above ground crypt because the ground was frozen. So she, in the crypt, the way it was, that was natural for that to happen. Uh, or supposedly a doctor even said this on the scene it goes well the ground was frozen blah 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 it's cold in here that makes sense and but the people got sort of swept up in it and the only way to 
get rid of the vampire and, and, and get the curse off his sort of family now is to take the liver and heart, burn them, take the acid, ashes, mix it in water to create a tonic, and give it to Edwin to drink, the son who is sick. And Edwin dies like two months later. Anyway, well, yeah, I it's, mean, yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, he had consumption and now he just drank liver and heart ashes. So, um, so, yep. So, uh, the curse was, uh, said to have end, ended, but, uh, for his family, but it is said now that you can see and hear, um, mercy and that grave and the activity, um, at her grave in the Chestnut Hill Cemetery. And that is what I have on Mercy Brown. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I'm not sure, I just wanna make sure I didn't miss something. Yeah. When they when they opened it to, to, to check on her, was she moved? Was she in the same position? Oh, that, oh thank you, thank you too. I am glad you brought that up too. It, uh, some accounts said that she had, it looked like she had shifted as well. Uh, on top of, I forget, uh, I'm, yeah. So it looked like she had shifted in in the in the crypt, as well as it looked like like it, she hadn't really decomposed. It almost looked like there was blood still in her, and like and there was blood in her heart. So yes, thank you for that. So, I I think I'm struggling with the fact that so first of all, awesome story. I love it. It's great. I'm struggling with. The fact that you would open this tomb and, and see this girl who has moved and still has blood actively in her heart and you take it out? You'd, I, because like, what if, I don't know, I, I feel like a lot of people would take that as a, as a possible second chance or something. It's, you're not even gonna, it's so weird to me that it just took the heart out and then fed it to the kid. Which, yeah, of course he died, like, a couple of days, you know, a couple of weeks later, because, why? Well, yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> um, but it's that's hard for me to yeah. stomach, almost. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, and then um, what I've read in more recent years and, like, on stuff is there is this disorder that people have where they fall into this, like, deep sleep where they can't be woken up at all and it's it's almost like they're dead and then and uh they they claim that was actually part of this vampire panic was um because like supposedly when uh, a couple times people were exhumed for various reasons either had to move a cemetery whatever they would see claim to see claw marks on uh hmm. that on their caskets and but more recently doctors and said it's probably that they messed up because, you know, they, you know, didn't know about the disorder. Science wasn't as far as long. I mean, if you look at the way they, they kind of tried to restart people's heart in, in the late 1800s, it's pretty wild into the 1900s. Yeah. They, they would like try to like flat people's arms and just weird stuff. Like it was so, um, yeah. So some, some more recently I've said that, but like you said, like, yeah, there's blood in the heart, like flipped. At the very least, let's just like think for a second, like you know, yeah. just kinda, like let's uh, figure this out. But no, no, it was a, it was, you know, vampire. Clearly, heck with it. <laughs> Fine. But yeah, so that yeah, that's um, 
and then like you said the the ashes that's like I, no that's not okay at all yeah. that's so gross these poor this poor family they're all dying of consumption you know tuberculosis and this is because yeah. they're eating each other yeah and then this <laughs> is <laughs> um but i mean it's yeah the poor guy the poor the poor father having to be subjected oh. to that after losing his whole uh yeah, no, that's awful. Like, that, like his wife is, and and the you know the two daughters, and the, then his son. It's like, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a wild story. When when I was because like I said, there was a ton to pick from because Rhode Island that like like I live in Carmel, even just right up the road from me, I have nine men's misery and all uh, all uh the monastery and the cemetery is haunted it's just like so much to to pick from here but uh i was like that's kind of kind of a different story that it's like most rhode islanders know some version of it but it's i don't Mm. know how many outside of rhode island are familiar with uh the whole story of mercy brown so that's that's crazy it's i don't know yeah i i agree though that that poor dad i it's awful, but, um, well, I guess on a more cheerful note, All right. I have a really, really fun uh, UFO sighting, actually, that I want to talk about. Time for the strange encounter. Nice. Yes. So my, my endeavor into these strange encounters is actually pretty new. I've never, I've never really 100% I won't say cared about it, but it's just never, I love cryptids. I, that's, that's always been my thing, but it's, uh, as I'm researching for these episodes, I'm in, I'm there. I'm, I'm a hundred percent there for it and I'm loving it. So, nice. um, I actually want to talk today about, uh, Harry Trudell. Do you know that? No, it, the, the, the name sounds familiar, but not like Harry Trudell. The last name sounds familiar, but that's cause I mean, but it's Rhode Island, so probably yeah. I probably know a Trudell or related to it. Rhode Island is so small, but uh, yep. no, I'm not familiar with this. This is going to be awesome. So on June 24th of 1966, Harold Trudell managed to photograph not one, but two UFOs in the middle of the day, broad daylight. Yes. So over the next month after that, he further managed to get four more shots four more photographs in broad daylight so um i'm sorry i don't mean to but now these like when he got the two was it two different or was it two perfect pictures of one ufo you know what i have no idea and i did look for that I i did try to get some definitive answer the way it seems or the way it kind of seems like it's written is almost that it's two separate Okay. Okay. But again, I, it's very vaguely written. Yeah. Crazy. So, um, so the photographs were submitted for research and to basically be torn apart. And the only thing these scientists and just, you know, photography experts and people who know everything about how to, doctor up a picture or something like that the worst thing they could say was that it was too perfect all of them too perfect too perfect 
That yeah. Doesn't, that doesn't seem very sort of scientific for like, yeah, this is just like, so they just couldn't find anything. That's what that yeah. means. That's what it is. And so after the, and he was scrutinized pretty heavily and publicly for this. And he insisted that they were 100% real. And like I said, if the worst thing they have to say is that it's 100%, I mean, that it's uh, too perfect, I feel like it was probably 100% real, in yeah. my opinion. So oh. about 13 months later, Trudell would uh, borrow a camera of a friend of his, a video camera. I think it was a Super 8, actually. And uh, he actually, about 13 months later, like I said, caught one of the few videos ever captured. And this happened in September of 1968. Uh, he spotted an object moving across the sky. He estimated the object to be about 90 feet long and wider than a car and traveling about 50 miles per hour, which really in the grand scheme of it is pretty slow. It almost feels like it was a hover, like it was observing. So the video was 105 seconds long. I, think about that for a second. That's not just a quick little, that's 105 no, that's seconds. 105, yeah, that's a minute, a minute 45. So, yeah. right? Or no, a minute, uh, yeah, a minute 45. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, <laughs> I was like, I think so. Yeah, that's a long video. Wow. It is. So I I think more or less because he was he was really just kind of bothered with how much he was scrutinized and and really made fun of and and no one believed him. He actually kept that to himself. And I don't blame him. I probably would have done the same thing because yeah. you don't want to believe me, you don't get to see my cool video. Exactly. In nineteen eighty two. Uh, along with a publisher friend of his, uh, they were asked to do a presentation at the new Spiritual Psychic Development Center in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, where he actually showed the video for the first time. Wow. And that's honestly, that's all I got. And I, and I wish I had more, but it's, that's really seems like to be the, the cutoff point of the whole thing, but. That is interesting. And, um, yeah, I mean, first of all, it makes complete sense. He gets scrutinized, sort of made fun of, teased, whatever you want to say um, for his videos. And then the only thing to debunk them is to say that they're too perfect, which yeah. isn't really debunking. That's just um, saying, okay, we don't believe in this, but we can't figure out how he faked it. So. No. But it's yeah. So I don't blame him for keeping it for twenty years. Um, I, that is, yeah. I would love to see that video. Um, because yeah. uh, that is that is super interesting. And uh, yeah, like, so it, it like, uh, it, you know, part of me is like, well, how lucky is this guy, like, to see see this many? This is this is kind of kind of crazy. But I mean, after you see one or two, like you're probably always looking up in the air, and you're probably always gonna have a camera with you at now. You know, now that you've seen two yeah. and you, uh, or one, you, you, you like I, I know I would be if I, you know, be looking up all the time. Always have a camera, always have a video, something with me too, because I mean, you never know at that point. Um, so this is a really interesting case. This is yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I would love to see that video because, uh, a hundred and, uh, 105 seconds. So a minute yeah. 45, that's because usually when you that's see, long. 
that's really long. You like these Air Force videos that just got released by the government and stuff. I mean, they're like seconds, you know, it's like 10 seconds, 20, you know, something like that. You just see and you can't and you can't really make out what it is. And so um, that's wild. That's wild. Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to be looking uh, definitely doing a deep dive on uh, Mr. Henry Trudell later. Yeah. Yeah. See if I can find any sort of video or whatever. So share away because I'm 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 totally intrigued. I love yeah. this. And again, if anybody, if any of you know the video or have anything, please send it in or you know drop us a comment and let us know because uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Or if you wanna, uh, if you want to send in some drawings of uh, spaceships uh, that maybe Mr. Henry Trudell uh, spotted or, or uh, caught on camera. Please do, please do drop it in the email. So that was awesome. Um, you got anything else on that? Nope, that's all I got for, for this one. It's It was fun though. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, folks. Thanks for listening and watching and uh, make sure to like and subscribe all that, you know, and um, Make sure to tune in next week when we set up camp in Alaska. Thanks, guys. Bye. As always, our hosts would like to thank you for joining. If you enjoyed the program, please be sure to like, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Find us on Instagram at ScareYourPantsOffPod. No spaces. Or on Twitter, Scare Your Pants Off Podcast. Or send us an email with questions, comments, and fan art to scareyourpantsoff9 at gmail. See you next time.